0: Good morning, today is Saturday, August 17th, 2019. Today we remember Samuel Cutler and Thomas Bradbury Chandler and the baptisms of Mateo and Virginia Dare. Our readings are Psalm 107, through 43, 108, one through 13, 2 Samuel 16, one through 23, Acts 22, 17-29, and Mark 11, 1-11. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Mother, to set forth her praise, to hear her holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship her, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by her infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouths proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to the God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God, you are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice, The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Psalm 107, 33-43 For they made his spirit bitter, and he spoke words that were rash. They did not destroy the peoples as God commanded them, but they mingled with the nations and learned to do as they did. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. Thus they became unclean by their acts, and prostituted themselves in their doings. Then the anger of God was kindled against God's people, And God abhorred God's heritage. God gave them into the hand of the nations, so that those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their power. Many times God delivered them, but they were rebellious in their purposes and were brought low through their iniquity. Nevertheless, God regarded their distress when he heard their cry, Sorry, folks, I read on a little too far. I was supposed to end in iniquity. Do that, don't I? Forgive me. Psalm 108, 1 through 13. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O God, among the peoples, and I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is higher than the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be over all the earth. Give victory with your right hand, and answer me, so that those whom you love may be rescued. God has promised in God's sanctuary with exultation I will divide up Sechem and portion out the veil of Sekoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin. On Edom I hurl my shoe, over Felicia I shout in triumph, Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go out, O God, with our armies. O grant us help against the foe, for human help is worthless. With God we shall do valiantly. It is God who will tread down on our foes. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 2nd Samuel chapter 16 verses 1 through 23 When David had passed a little beyond the summit Ziba the servant of Mephibosheth met him with a couple with a couple of donkeys saddled carrying 200 loaves of bread 100 bunches of raisins 100 of summer fruits and one skin of wine the king said to Zeba, Why have you brought these? Ziba answered, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride, the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine is for those to drink who faint in the wilderness. The king said, And where is your master's son? Zeba said to the king, He remains in Jerusalem. For he said, Today the house of Israel will give me back my father's kingdom. Then the king said to Zeba, All that belonged to Mephibosheth is now yours. Ziba said, I do obeisance, let me find favor in your sight, my lord the king. When king David came to Behurim, a man of the family of the house of Saul came out, whose name was Shimei, son of Gera. He came out cursing. He threw stones at David and at all the servants of king David. Now all the people and all the warriors were on his right and on his left. Shimei shouted while he cursed, Out! Out! Murderer! Scoundrel! God has avenged on all of you the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. And the Lord has given the kingdom over into the hand of your son Absalom. See, disaster has overtaken you, for you are a man of blood. Then Abishai, son of Zeruah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and take off his head. But the king said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zariah? If he is cursing because God has said to him, Curse, David. Then who who then shall say, Why have you done so? David said to Abishai and to all his servants, My own son seeks my life. How much more now may this Benjamite, Benjaminite, let him alone and let him curse for God has bidden him. It may be that God will look on d- my distress, and that God will repay me with good for this cursing of me today. So David and his men went on the road, while Shimei went along on the hillside opposite him and cursed as he went, throwing stones and flinging dust at him. The king and all the people who were with him arrived weary at the jar- at the Jordan, and there he refreshed himself. Now Absalom and all of the Israelites came to Jerusalem. Ahithophel was with him. When Hushai the Archite, David's friend, came to Absalom, Hushai said to Absalom, Long live the king, long live the king. Absalom said to Hushai, Is this your loyalty to your friend? Why did you not go with your friend? Hushai said to Absalom, No. But the one whom God and this people and all the Israelites have chosen, his I will be, and with him I will remain. Moreover, whom should I serve? Should it not be his son? Just as I have served your father, so will I serve you. Then Absalom said to Ahithophel, Give us your counsel, what shall we do? Ahithophel said to Absalom, Go into your father's concubines, the ones he has left to look after the house. And all Israel will hear that you have made yourself odious to your father, and the hands of all who are with you will be strengthened. So they pitched a tent for Absalom upon the roof, and Absalom went into his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Now in those days the counsel that Ahithophel gave was as if one consulted the oracle of God, So all the counsel of Ahithophel was esteemed, both by David and by Absalom. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 12, A Song of Creation Glorify the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, you angels and all powers of God. O heavens and all waters above the heavens, sun and moon and stars of the sky, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, every shower of rain and fall of dew, all winds and fire and heat. Winter and summer, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O chill and cold, drops of dew and flakes of snow. Frost and cold, ice and sleet, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O nights and days, O shining light and enfolding dark. Storm clouds and thunderbolts, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let us glorify God, Parent, Son, and Holy Spirit. Sing praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven, glorify God, sing praise, and give honor forever. A reading from Acts chapter 22, verses 17 through 29. After I had returned to Jerusalem, and while I was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw Jesus saying to me, Hurry and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. And I said, God, they themselves know that in every synagogue I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you. And while the blood of your witness Stephen was shed, I myself was standing by, approving and keeping the coats of those who killed him. Then he said to me, Go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Up to this point they listened to him, but then they shouted, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for he should not be allowed to live. And while they were shouting, throwing off their cloaks and tossing dust into the air, the tribune directed that he was to be brought into the barracks and ordered him to be examined by flogging to find out the reason for this outcry against him. But when they had tied him up with thongs, Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, Is it legal for you to flog a Roman citizen who is uncondemned? When the centurion heard that, he went to the tribune and said to him, What are you about to do? This man is a Roman citizen. The tribune came and asked Paul, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? And he said, Yes. The tribune answered, It cost me a large sum of money to get my citizenship. Paul said, But I was born a citizen. Immediately those who were about to examine him drew back from him, and the tribune was also afraid, for he realized that Paul was a Roman citizen and that he had bound him. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle, O, a song of the heavenly city. I saw no temple in the city. For its temple is the goddess for passing strength in the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to light it. For the glory of God shines on it, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light the nations shall walk, and the rulers of the world lay their honor and glory there. Its gates shall never be shut by day, nor shall there be any night. Into it they will bring the honor and glory of nations. I saw the clean river of the water of life. "'Bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and from the l- and of the Lamb. "'The tree of life spanned the river, giving fruit every month, "'and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of nations. "'All curses cease where the throne of God and the Lamb stands, "'and all servants give worship there. "'There they will see God's face, whose name shall be on their foreheads.'" Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning— is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Mark 11, 1-11 When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany, near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you. And immediately as you enter it, you will find that tied there, a colt that has never been ridden, untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Just say this. God needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near, to, near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, what are you doing, untying the colt? They told them what Jesus had said and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Then he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple, and when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us say together the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96 of the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our parent in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, Your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We are going to, in place of the suffrages, do as we have been doing and use the litany of healing. Today we're going to use a litany of healing found on page 33 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 1. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. God the parent, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you. O God God the Son you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly we praise you and thank you O God God the Holy Spirit you make our bodies the temple of your presence we praise you and thank you O God Holy Trinity one God in you we live and move and have our being we praise you and thank you O God God, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O God of life. Mend broken relationships, and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear us, O God of life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill, Sympathy and patience hear us O God of life grant to the dying peace and a holy death and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved hear us O God of life restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives in our nation and in the world hear us O God of life you are the God who does wonders You have declared your power among the peoples. With you, O God, is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Hear us, O God of life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. Heavenly Parent, you have promised to hear what we ask in the name of your Son. Accept and fulfill our petitions, we pray, not as we ask in our ignorance, nor as we deserve in our sinfulness, but as you know and love us, in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We'll say now some special prayers for healing. Um, adapted from pages 64 through... 70 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. May God the Parent bless you, God the Son heal you, God the Holy Spirit give you strength. May God the Holy and Undivided Trinity guard your body, save your soul, and bring you safely to their heavenly country where they live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Gentle Jesus, you are God's word of healing to us. Be with us now and in our time together, that we may know your presence in one another and rise up in joy to greet you. Grant this for your love's sake. Amen. Jesus, our Redeemer, Good Shepherd of the Sheep, You gather the lambs and carry them in your arms. We entrust our child, Andrew, to your loving care. Relieve his pain, restore in him your gifts of joy and strength, and raise him up to a life in your service. Hear us, we pray, for your dear name's sake. Amen. Merciful God, whose Son Jesus wept at the death of Lazarus, look with compassion on all who are bound by sorrow and pain Through the death of our loved ones, comfort us. Grant us the conviction that all things work together for good to those who love you. And help us to find sure trust and confidence in your resurrection power. Through Jesus Christ, our Deliverer. Amen. Gentle Jesus, stay beside your children through this day. Take away their pain. Keep them safe. Help them in their fear. Make their bodies strong again and their hearts glad. Thank you for your love which surrounds them always. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to the, fo- to the parent. Grant all of us, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided Trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. Blessed Jesus, in the comfort of your love, we lay before you the memories that haunt your child, the anxieties that perplex them, the despair that frightens them, and their frustration at their inability to think clearly. Help them to discover your forgiveness in their memories, and know your peace in their distress. Touch them, O God, and fill them with your light and your hope. Amen. Amen. Strengthen your children, O God, to go where we have to go and bear what we have to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, technicians, and medical personnel of all sorts, we may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. For survivors of abuse and violence, Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people but in Jesus you bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love bring healing and strength to us and by your justice lift us up that in the body you have given us we may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Christ, you came into the world as one of us and suffered as we do. As we go through the trials of life, help us to realize that you are with us at all times and in all things, that we have no secrets from you, and that your loving grace enfolds us for eternity. In the security of your embrace, we pray. Amen. God, your loving kindness never fails, and your mercies are new every morning. We thank you for giving Debbie relief from pain and hope of health renewed. Continue the good work begun in her, that increasing daily in wholeness and strength, she may rejoice in your goodness, and so order her life always to think and do that which pleases you. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Loving God, inspire by your Holy Spirit those who are afraid of losing hope, especially your children for whom we now pray. Give us a fresh vision of your love that we may find again what we fear we have lost. Grant us your powerful deliverance through the one who makes all things new, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Giver of all grace, we pray your peace which passes all understanding for those who are developmentally disabled. Grant that they may always be sustained in love, their gifts honored and their difficulties understood, that none may add to their troubles. We ask this in the name of the one who comforted those who were troubled in mind, Jesus, our Savior. Lover of souls, we bless your holy name for all who are called to mediate your grace to those who are sick or infirm. Sustain them by your Holy Spirit, that they may bring your loving-kindness to those in in pain, fear, and confusion, that in bearing one another's burdens they may follow the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessed God, you minister to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. To be understood is to understand, to be loved is to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. now is the time when I usually share some thoughts on our readings and so I will do that have trouble where the psalms talk about destroying other peoples and here it refers to um, not destroying the peoples as God commanded them but mingling with the nations and learning to do as they did and perhaps it's for my own peace of mind but I'm going to interpret this not as God commanding or even condoning genocide but instead God commanding the destruction of the practices that are ungodly and inhumane and condemning those who know better and yet have adapted these horrific principles and practices including the sacrifice of human children There are many horrific and inhumane practices that have been adopted by people who should know better in our world today, and that is at all levels, in personal homes, in government institutions, all over the earth. And so I pray for the complete destruction of these inhumane practices and for the redemption and restoration of of those who have been violated. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, this I pray. Amen. I think then Psalm 108 stands in stark contrast a steadfastness to God and a prayer for awakening none of us are as awake as God or in the words of our times as woke as God so I pray that we may be ever more fully awakened by God and may those who come from such positions of fear and perceived scarcity that they act in these inhumane ways. I envision them as asleep and caught in a nightmare. Break their bondage, God. Open their hearts and their eyes and be with them when the pain of awakening comes to them. Let us be compassionate with them both in their nightmare fugue and also in their awakening. We leave this, God, in your hands and we ask you to help us be soft-hearted toward those who are suffering in all ways. This is a time when we fight against principalities and powers, against institutions, And against the people who have, not against the people who have been caught up in them, but against those snares. And we leave the people, Lord, to your justice, that they may be made free. But we fight against the evil that is pervasive. And we know, as the psalmist says, that human help is worthless. At least in comparison to your help, God. So God, tread down our foes. As our healing prayer said, send the Archangel Michael to protect us, to with his flaming sword cut down the true enemy, the evil that ensnares our world. In the holy name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. Our Old Testament reading from Samuel is... Disturbing in so many ways to me, um, particularly the way the concubines are treated. They're just property, and Absalom goes in and has sex with all of them to prove, to make a statement that he is taking over as the king, and so he is conquering the king's property, these women, and it just makes these women, and it just makes me absolutely sick. Um, and I pray. That for now and for always, people are not ever treated like property. That God's justice be done and all human beings, no matter their age, or status, or standing, or power, or money, may be treated reverently and equally as children of God. The beginning, I know I kind of jumped right to the part that bugs me, but the beginning of this passage spoke to what was happening in David's house, that Absalom rising up and the bloodshed and the warring as being retribution because David was a man of blood. I don't know that I have an answer for that. I think it's just something to think on and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal more to us about instinctually I'm inclined to kind of go back to Walter Wink and say that we need to choose Jesus third way that reacting to evil to violence with violence then begets more violence and I think that's what's being described here in Samuel is that the violence with which David moved throughout his kingship is now being returned by the violence of his son and although I'm not quite in it with all the particulars of that I do agree with Wink in that violence begets violence and I also agree with Wink in that the way to end oppression and violence is not by passivity so I think that third way of active nonviolent resistance is something that we really need to explore and I pray that the Holy Spirit gives us understanding of what this looks like in our current context and culture and something else that I think is interesting is that um, Abishai is identified as son as son of Zeruah who's David's sister it's not often in the Bible that we find people tracing their lineage through the maternal side and here it's done because it's the maternal side that connects Abishai to David and then there's a, a further piece about this is them being like a more blood bloodthirsty and more like a group of folks But I think that, and you'll notice I changed my language in our prayers, too. Instead of switching to God the mother, I used God the parent. And I think that's important, and I think it's important to our lineage and our inheritance doesn't just come from our family of origin. It also comes from those who parent us and grow us in many ways, like mentors, for example. And so let us be intentional about what inheritance, what lineage we accept, what practices we are going to pass on to our children both biological and otherwise may God guide us in this in the giving and receiving of inheritance and then I think what David says here is foreshadowing for Christ let him alone and let him curse God will repay me with good for this cursing of me today it's pretty similar to what Christ said to us and And even as a warning that we will often be cursed by humans for our faith. But we must stand strong and remember that God's blessing and God's power are stronger than any human ill will. And so I pray now for the Holy Spirit, for the power of Jesus Christ to break any curses that have been brought against us. And that we may, against us, the children of God, and that we may in our faith move forward without shame and without fear. Let us take root in this place of love and faith, and let this be the source of all our actions and words. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. Our New Testament reading in Acts. You know, they're talking about Paul, who's gone from being a persecutor of Christians to a Christian and is now being persecuted by the same folks that he used to, or the same mindset of people that he used to join in with. And the whole thing changes when they find out he's a birthright Roman citizen. And that is so parallel to me with what's going on in our country today, because all of a sudden it's different, totally different rights for Roman citizens than there are for Jews And it sounds, and especially for this birthright Roman citizen, this other guy says, I paid a whole lot for my citizenship. And Paul says, I was born into it. How differently are we treating people that we consider born into being American than we are others? And how ironic is that? Because the majority of us aren't true Native Americans. We didn't originate here. We can't trace our descendants. Most of us can't trace our descendancy back further than a handful of generations and find ourselves here. And what is a couple hundred years in the eyes of God? It is just it lacks awareness I think is the best way for me to say it at this point point. and so I pray for God to redeem all of this too. And for us to remember that let us remember and be careful about the names we call ourselves and others, right? What we are, what we all are are co-created children of God. And we should treat every one of us with the same compassion and heart and with the same assumed rights as human beings. God help us. I mean that literally. Amen. In our gospel reading today, um, you know, we're preparing for 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 what comes to Jesus, and we usually read this passage. Um, in Holy Week. And so Jesus is entering into Jerusalem and he's on the cult and the prophecy is being fulfilled. And you know, I changed as I have been the word Lord to God, but realized that maybe that wasn't appropriate here. Maybe it is really meant the Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately because the lord as we think of in modern times and god are synonymous synonymous but back then there were other lords so would it be more like saying the boss needs this or the lord of the manor or something like that like how was it intended to be received was it intended to be received like god needs this and was it then the way it is now when we say god needs something most people in our culture look at us crazy. Maybe a few people in our faith circles wouldn't look at us crazy if we went to take some of their property and said, God needs it. But most people out there in general society would. And I wonder if it was the same thing back then. So I'd like for us to kind of pray and, and meditate on on this and, and think about it and think about again, words words that we use and and people that we talk to and in context and Are there times when we translate so that we can be better understood and received? And are are there times that we don't translate so that a new understanding can be reached? Holy Spirit grant us insight. Amen. And I think we should note here that That Jesus also, after he's entered and he's looked around, he then goes out to Bethany with the 12. So he, Jesus takes time. He doesn't plow forward without rest or without stopping. He takes time to, to kind of step back and get some distance and get some perspective. And God willing, we give ourselves the time to do that and we get that new perspective with God. And so let us remember. Let us not be rushed. Let us be measured and calm and do things in God's time. I was practicing some emergency maneuvers in my flight training today and or yesterday rather and that is the key to be, <laughs> I, I think there should be signs in all planes that say keep calm and follow the checklist <laughs> and that That is the way it is. And although, as we've talked about before, there's no checklist or formula to spiritual matters, there are a few really basic steps, right? And keep calm and turn to God are probably the two most basic ones. God, we persevere in prayer for your insight and guidance. In the holy name of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit and all of the many blessings and powers that you have granted us through your love, let us be actors of faith and love. Amen. All right, that's about all I have to say and I think that that is probably enough. (laughs) I hope that you all have a blessed weekend in which the Holy Spirit is very present with you. And let me offer up at this time while I'm thinking of it. If you would like to be added by name to my prayer list. Please feel free to, if you know me personally, send me a text or an email. Um, shoot me a message. If you don't, send me an IM. I'm on the social media as myself. You know, I'm Jake Stone at Instagram and on Facebook. And, you know, I'm I have... I've opened those sources up so you can find me and you can message me. And please let me know whether or not you would like this to be on the prayer list that I keep that is confidential and I do not share. Or if you would like to be prayed for by name here on this podcast out loud and in public um, or added to the public prayer list at my church, I can do all of those things for you. Um, And if you want to include this specific request, I will try to tailor my prayers as well. I always pray for all of you, whether I know your names or not, that God's will and God's will alone be done in every aspect of your lives. Amen. We'll close on page 102 with the prayer of Saint St. Christi- Saint Chrysostom. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.